Hi. Hi. So you're listening to The Labcast, a new podcast connecting you to all things new at NYU. Holla, brought to you by the NYU Production Lab. What is the Production Lab? This is what people ask me on an almost daily basis, Jerusalem. That means you have a very ready answer. Uh, what ready. It, let's hear it. Ready. The Production Lab is a creative content incubator on campus. We help you do that thing you do. If you are creative, we're going to help you like figure out your life. Or if you have a project, we're going to help you figure out your project. Do you have to be in Tish? No. Oh, my God. It's for everybody. So you can be in Stern. You can be a Stern. You can be a Steinhardt. I'm not going to name all the schools. So, who are you? I'm Ro. I work at the Production Lab. Ah. And I went to NYU. Okay. NYU Stern, class of 2016. (laughs) I am Jerusalem. I am a current student at NYU. I'm a sophomore studying media, culture, and communications with a impending public policy minor. So I notice you never say that you, like, go to Steinhardt. And, like, because we've been talking about school pride and how maybe Stern students have a lot of pride and everybody else has a more muted pride, I was just pointing that out. Yeah, well, but then Steinhardt, MCC, is kind of like the Stern of the majors because Ah. there's so many of us and we're very saturated. Okay. And usually when people hear Steinhardt, they think of MCC and not, like, the other departments we have. Got it. so I guess we are more similar than one might have, one might have uh, suspected. <laughs> well, of course. But we also are the hosts of The Lab yes. House, which is this podcast. So last week we were welcoming people to NYU. NYU the university, yes. And now we want to welcome you to... New York City. NYC, yeah. Yeah. It's a huge city with a thousand million things to do. And a thousand million people you're going to pass in different trains and lines and things to do and things to experience. So I think because it can be overwhelming. Yeah. If you're coming from away, like people who were like born and bred in NYC, I think it's different. But Mm -hmm. if you're coming from like upstate New York or like Chicago. Well, I'm from Chicago, so I'm from another major city. But even being a transplant from a major city is still very different. It's different. Yes. Yeah. So So it's a new experience. Yeah. And we're here to hopefully help you with that. Yeah. In that transition. And so this week we talked a lot with like people who are a little further along. Yeah. People who are in their second year, they're like third and fourth year, people mm-hmm. who've been out of school for a little bit, yeah. just to get a sense of like what people should be thinking about or like what they wish they were thinking about when they were starting out their journey here at NYU. But before we get to that, but first, we what's... are going to talk about what's popping. What's popping. So what's popping <laughs> is a segment where we talk about what's popping with us. Top and... of mind. Topics. That's and a stern term. Top of mind. <laughs> Marketing term. Well. <laughs> With that marketing ploy, <laughs> I'm going to ask you what's popping. Um, okay, so I am all things Serena Williams right now. Can we just talk about it? I, first, I'm going to admit something. The first thing I'm going to say is I didn't understand. I knew she was amazing, but I did not, because I didn't understand tennis, I didn't understand that she was The gravity like, of what she does. Right. Yeah. I didn't understand she was the GOAT. Yeah. I didn't know that. Arguably one of the greatest athletes, like, of our Yeah, go, I don't mean just of tennis. Like, yeah, of goat, all time. Period. Fun fact, I played tennis for 13 years and quit, like, years and eons ago, but I've adored. Tennis? Yeah, I played, t- tennis is the sport I played the longest, but Serena Williams has always been my obsession. Oh, my God. And she's been in the news a lot recently. Yes. So. Well, what happened was I was watching her documentary. Yeah, on HBO. The first episode of the documentary, yeah. she is like eight months pregnant in one scene at the gym, working out. 
working out harder than I've ever worked in all of my combined workouts <laughs> in my entire life. Yeah. So pregnant, so Very strong, pregnant. just like, <laughs> like lifting weights. And I was yes. just like, why yeah. didn't I run this morning? Like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> like, Serena's doing this. And While like, she's pregnant. And I'm literally eating ice cream on the couch, like mm-hmm. watching her do that. Yeah. So um, she's inspired me. Yeah. But that's when I learned. I started Googling, like, She's how many amazing. championships yeah. she has and how many championships like other great tennis players have yeah. and like just how big the, the gap. gap is. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yeah. And then also give credit to your sister because Venus is also just she as is. amazing. She, They're just well, a dynamic dude. Well, not just as amazing in like an athletic way because she has surpassed. Yeah. She surpassed Venus a while ago. But that was Venus's choice. She retired and all this other stuff. But I'm saying that they just have just made so many leaps and bounds yes. for like yes. black women and yes. women's sports in general and yes. because venus fun fact was advocating for women's like to adjust the women's equality pay as far equity. as pay yeah pay equity mm-hmm. in sports for women like way before mm-hmm. anybody else was even thinking about it yeah. so venus has her own she gets her own cookies we give her cookies yes also but, um, fun fact yes. i followed serena's baby's instagram before i was following her <gasps> But like she now looks like I follow her. She's a little chicken nugget. She's so cute. Alexis. I love her. Olympia is my favorite. I also love that they incorporated Olympia because like Olympia yes. because she is. Yes. She was in her mother while she was like playing tennis and she's in she's a championship winning athlete. Yes. So. But Snaps. on that note of Snaps. being just amazing and brilliant, Everything is Love. Yes. Was an album released by the Carters, but I really am only acknowledging Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. <laughs> Um, it was released at the beginning of the summer, and I was playing it every day, all the time. And then, you know, some other stuff came out, like the internet, and um, just some other great projects for the summer. So I gave it some time to breathe, as one does with great classic albums. And now it's back, because yes. everything is love. Yes. Um, there's amazing songs on it, like Ape-ish. Um, that's a great song. Yes. And the reason that everything is love is on my radar is because recently, someone tried to run on stage... Or no, not tried. Someone ran up on stage behind Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yes. What? And they, like, got on stage and, like, apparently he hit Jay-Z, but, like, Beyonce was fine. Whoa. Yeah. It was crazy. It was in Atlanta. Um, and it's really funny because in Atlanta, the stadium they were performing in is on MLK Boulevard. Uh-huh. And in one of their songs, they're like, I'm good yeah, on yeah. every... Emo- yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oh, oh my irony God. that they would be attacked. <laughs> that person was the, like, no, you're not. <laughs> the irony that they'd be like attacked right, on MLK right. Boulevard in oh Atlanta God. of all places. That's like some old school. That's like a throwback to when people used to like streak at football yeah. games in the yeah. 70s. Yeah. When people had no sense, you know? And like security was not as, well, right. clearly security wasn't tight that night. Right. But like <laughs> Beyonce and Jay-Z seemed to like play it off because the next day they performed just as usual. And then being the cute adorable human being she is she like at the end when they're walking out she turns around she's like who's there and like kicks (laughs) yeah it's the most fascinating thing if you love beyonce or even if you don't i would advise you look it up because it just lifts my spirit but everything is love amazing album come grammy season i mean on the actual album they say f the grammys because you know yeah there were so many gypped nominations that they received so we'll see if they try to make up for it this year even if they don't everything is love is a great album it's nice short and sweet nine songs but each song is as powerful and amazing as the next because beyonce raps on almost all of them so yeah i'm gonna learn that rap from ape ish for Mm -hmm. karaoke oh i know it i know all of her raps so far but 
the downside to that is because I've listened to it so much and I know them. I also now know Jay Z's parts, and I'm just like, I didn't ask for this. Well, I'll do Jay Z's part. If we ever go to karaoke, you'll, I'll you'll do Jay Z's. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll do that. That's something I'll give to you. That's Thank a gift you, to you because <laughs> I'll, I'll be listening to it and I'm like, how do I know what he's saying? Like, I, <laughs> I'm not here for this, but it's fine because now I also know all of Beyonce's parts. I forgave him finally after the New York Times interview. It's not Have even you a it? forgiving thing. No, I watched his interview with David Letterman on Netflix. No, you have to watch the. New York Times interview. This man has been through therapy. That's good. I it's not even so it. much about me like forgiving him. It if Beyonce forgives him. For me. If Beyonce forgives him, then like cool. It's just Jay-Z. I've always liked my Beyonce and Jay-Z separate. So Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> like, I love Jay-Z. Like, don't get me wrong. He's okay. great in his own right. <laughs> and Beyonce is always gonna be my fave. Right. But after all that happened, and then it's like, oh, we're a unit. Presenting ourselves together, I'm like I didn't ask her. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> I wanted Beyonce. I wanted Beyonce, not like Beyonce like plus her husband. Like no. Right. But yeah, that's what's popping with me. But speaking of interviews, mm-hmm. we actually have a handful of interviews that we're gonna play for you guys this episode. Starting with an interview I do with one of my best friends, Anna, where we talk about things we wish we knew about New York City and about starting college during our first year so we have a year down we're coming up on our second but we still wanted to just give you all some tips and what we think was helpful we're here this is Jerusalem, and i am as you know the co-host of the Labcast, nyu's podcast for all things nyu um and i am here with one of my best friends anna anna would you like to introduce yourself um my name is anna um i am a rising sophomore Used to be drama major, now performance studies and finance, so I'm doing very similar things currently. of course. (laughs) We all diverge from the path at times. But today, we are here to talk about pro tips, what we Mm. wish we knew freshman year, looking back, reflection is always nice. Yeah. Um, I just touched back down in New York, but you've been here the whole summer, so what are some tips fresh off your head that you wish you knew freshman year and that you've acquired over the summer okay number one um is definitely um knowing what the express and the local train is that is a key that you need to figure out very soon because google maps will not tell you google maps will (laughs) fail you at times it will tell you what train to take yeah (laughs) won't tell you that oh yeah you're gonna have 12 stops yeah (laughs) and you need to figure that out while we're like navigating new york navigating classes download that nyu app because i promise it'll save you so much heartache rather than walking around the stern building trying to find tish hall when you can just go into that little app and I, I didn't admit that I used this app for, like, the whole first semester. I just yeah. acted like I knew where I was going. Yeah. And I would just show to cl- show up to class when I showed up because yeah. I did not know where I was going. Yeah. But if you have the chance, to just whip out that little NYU app. I thought it was the dumbest thing ever until I actually started just showing up on class, showing up to class on time. Yeah. And my professor's like, whoa, I've, I've never seen you before <laughs> halfway through the class. And I'd just be like, yeah, you know, I just show up when I want. But really, I was lost. We love a plug. <laughs> I was lost just <laughs> wandering around. Um, what are some other good tips? You're going to have too many meal swipes, so share. Oh, that's actually, well, I have a different narrative. Well, yes, you do have a different narrative, so I'll let you share your narrative. So meal plans. So um, my experience with them was I ran out of them two days before my birthday. Which which was in November. November, Mm -hmm. which you have another month Month. to go, month and a half. So I remember I swiped 
for my watermelon as I'm eating today. As we see, it's a favorite in my life. Um, and the man just let me know, you have no swipes. And I was utterly devastated. I was actually listening to uh, um, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny and the Block. What is the song? <sighs> yeah, so I was like thinking I was living my best life. Like I was emotionally in that state of like the lyrics were playing. You had the rocks. That I was like, yeah, I'm still from back, you know, from South Texas. And like, but I'm in New York and I'm living my best life. Mm-hmm. With the and then he was like, of the Bronx. Yeah. And then he was like, no. You're not. <laughs> you don't have any slides. And so I went to my studio acting classes and sat on a couch and just flopped over and kind of just was sitting in my devastation. From not getting your watermelon. But I did have the food. He let me kind of just pass through. <laughs> well, that's I think he know. just was so shocked by he how saw quickly. your state. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was just utterly devastated. Um, but you can avoid that. No food. Yeah, you can avoid that if you mathematically plan that out. Yeah. Which is, I just, I eat a lot. I there's enjoy. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with <laughs> that. But you will very quickly learn the difference between dining dollars and meal swipes. Yes. When you can, tell them to use your swipes. Because dining dollars, you also run out of really fast. Dining dollars are real money. Um, and yeah, those were just the tips that we have gathered and collected over our first year here at NYU. And whether you're a freshman or a transfer or just someone who's listening to the podcast, we hope that you find them really helpful. So we have a new member of the LabCast family. Mm-hmm. Her name is Anna Van Dyne. Yes. <laughs> She's our associate producer. We're so happy to have her here. Um, but she is going to be leading the next interview with one of our student correspondents, Sarita Santiago. My name is Anna. I am a junior in Gallatin. And I am newly the associate producer of this podcast. So you have the... AP on tape, um, and I am here with Sarita. I'm a senior in Stern, and I'm a correspondent for this podcast. I've been working on some stuff in the past. I did one segment on quiet leadership, which I feel very passionate about. And this is our first time meeting, so nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. So today, Anna and I are here to talk about what it's like to almost be done with our college careers and what we're looking forward to, what we've actually really enjoyed in the past and just see where this last bit takes us um what has it been like for you because this is your last year are you like sad to go highlights from the past three years I think it's definitely been a bit of a roller coaster I think I started off my first year on a little bit of a low note which was kind of surprising seeing as NYU was always my dream school but throughout my time here I've been able to meet a lot of people and do a lot of things myself that have kind of changed my experience and made it more of a positive. So right now I'm just trying to do as much as I can my senior year and have a bit of a lasting impact, I guess. You said it was your dream school. Are you glad that you came? Definitely. I think even though I started off so low, it wouldn't have been the same at any other school. I think that the resources I've had access to, the people that I've met here, I wouldn't have met them in any other situation. So it all makes up for it, really. What sorts of things have been amazing? Well, Stern has given me access to my scholarship program, which it's just life-changing. I feel like now as a senior, looking back on all the things I've been able to do, we've had retreats, we've had a lot of development programs, and then meeting the underclassmen who I feel have been even more amazing year after year. That's just something that's just 
nothing matches that because I feel like I'm seeing so many students who come in, you know, feeling the way that I did, where it's like, you know, this amazing school, but what do I do here? What's my place here? And seeing them kind of find their place and figure out what they want to do is just amazing. So do you have any tips for people who are in their first or second year at school here? What would you tell them? What would you tell yourself? I think really the biggest thing I can recommend is to not get caught up in how cutthroat and competitive the environment can be. I feel like that's something that can be kind of paralyzing, really. It's like you realize all these other people around you are so smart and so talented, and you kind of begin to question yourself and doubt whether or not you really deserve to be here. And I remember that being a big thing for me my freshman year, questioning, you know, like, how did I even get into this school if all these people are so amazing? So I think just realizing you got into the school for a reason, there's something about you that's really unique that you can put out there because, yes, all these people are crazy smart, crazy talented, but so are you, and in a different way. And there's nobody else out there that got into the school or even into any other school that has exactly what you have to offer. So if you allow yourself to understand that and put your voice out there and share the ideas that you have, the experiences that you've experienced, gone through really there's something so unique that can be put out there because you know you don't realize it yourself but sometimes the people around you realize it first that the things that you say the things that you can express are so special and they can have an impact on so many people so just don't allow yourself to get caught up in how competitive the school can be and just realize that you can still put something out there even if it's not what the person next to you has to offer and how about you what advice would you give to people who are just coming in just realizing what it's like to be you know in New York and in this huge school with so many people yeah I think the biggest thing that helped me a lot last year was just sort of connecting with the city like that's what I would tell people to do like learn the history of Washington Square Park go to Greenwood Cemetery um, visit as many branches of the New York Public Library as you can Um, go to events at Columbia or other schools in the city Um, make friends with people who aren't from NYU, you know, all those things um, are really, really good for grounding yourself and also just exploring this amazing metropolis we're in. So that's what I would say to do. Well, it's been super, super nice talking to you and really nice to meet you. And good luck with your last year. That's amazing. You should feel super accomplished. (laughs) Good luck to you with these next two years. And I hope that everybody out there just has a really good time here at NYU and exploring the city. While Anna and Sarita were talking about their experiences at NYU thus far and, you know, coming up on leaving NYU, we also have an interview with some people who are very much past Long their graduation. Gone. Very yeah. much past. <laughs> we have they're some like people. Five years. Yeah, they're five years out. <laughs> I I guess that's, yeah, you're right. They're that's adulting. Very much. They're very past much their past. graduation. Past their uh, due date. <laughs> There's no date. Past the expiry date. <laughs> the expiration date in which you can be an NYU student. Um, no, no, no. They're okay. awesome. Very fresh. Still ready to go. Still giving us tips on how to survive life at New York City. Yeah. Tyler and Fidel. All right. Uh, I, my name is Tyler Walker. I went to Tisch, NYU, and I graduated in 2013, so five years ago. And what else? Like, what did you study and what are you uh, doing now? Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I studied film production, and I'll keep you in suspense for what I'm doing now as Fidel introduces himself. Uh, my name is uh, Fidel Ruiz Healy. Thanks. I also did uh, all the things Tyler said, 2013 NYU Film TV. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah. What so you guys met and in what school? Do we do now? Yeah, so we yeah. met in school and now... Are you besties? I guess so. I guess. Men always get uncomfortable when Sometimes. I use that word, but yeah. are you like very close <laughs> Men friends? Men don't really have friends. You, know? <laughs> you don't have friends? <laughs> you know, we just like, we're like, we're like uh, creative we besties. We're buddies. You know? You're buddies. We're buddies, I would yeah. say. Who do you talk to about your feelings? Uh, my girlfriend. Okay, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't okay. call I just, up Fidel and I'm like, I'm so sad. Fidel, I just like, leave him yeah. pent up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fidel doesn't know anybody about them. <laughs> okay. So you don't process your feelings together, but you do make art together. Yes. yes. Awesome. Yeah. What kind of stuff are you working on? Uh, right now we're working on a feature script through the NYU Development Lab. Shout out. Yeah, you know it's called the production lab. You know <laughs> the name. <laughs> um, what else? We have a small kind of like creative entity called the American Standard Film Company. And with, through that we just do commercials, music videos, partner up with other production companies and Get it. keep mm-hmm. keep the work going. Yeah. All right. So you're like doing it. You're actually like living the dream. Yeah. If this is the dream, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if this is the dream, then we're living it. If this is what the dream we're living, is like. We're living... Uh, Whatever. We're somebody's poor. dream. <laughs> <laughs> we're living somebody's dream. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. So talk to me about like, can you think back five years, which was a long time ago, but can you think back to when you were like first stepping foot on campus in quotes? Like... What do you wish you were thinking about or, like, planning for or had known about that you know now? That's such a good question. I don't know. I don't really have regrets. I think I did a pretty solid job. Maybe I wish I got a double major. Not because I don't like what I'm doing or have any plans to leave, but it would have been nice to have, like, a little English mm-hmm. degree or something. Chilling on the just back. To <laughs> just to have one, you know. Just so I, meet people, I meet people with double majors, and they're just so impressive sounding that I'm like, man, I wish I was in that elite group of people, but... It's not too uh, late to get another degree. Yeah, it's too late for me. I'm... And I think, I mean, I went, I went like very crew side, and I think I got, for me, it was maybe like I got caught up with like got to be crewing all the time to like show my face around sets that like mm. maybe I put actually just school life in the back burner. Mm. Wish I would have done more school things maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, uh, like go to the class, like no, like... like study abroad, go to like you know learn more about like the actual things that the NYS offer instead of going to. Uh, Student films where you're working horribly for terrible movies. That's true. I never studied abroad, <laughs> and that would have been <laughs> nice, probably. A little birdie told me oh, no. that y'all accidentally made a feature film because you were shooting a short, and you just kept shooting. That it's. I think. I think. I think it, the the story got more interesting. The real story is. Uh, we were hanging out in Stytown. Town. Don't okay. ask why. Here's, here's actually I'll say this: things I don't regret. Staying over the summer freshman year, that was fun. Not mm. going home, freshman year. Summer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something I don't regret. Everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. freshman year, everyone's got a hankering to go home, see their high school friends, tell oh, them about no how way. great their uh, their life eating pizza in New York is. Yeah, it's yeah, just like just stay, just stay the fucking New York. Yeah, and, like, and like totally. Do don't something go home interesting. And rake <laughs> You know, you're not going to reconnect with that person that you knew in high school that you had a crush on. It's not worth it. It's not worth it's it. not, you know. Yeah. But well, just, you know, stay, stay in the city. And stay not, in the city stay because... Because then you're forced to meet the other people that are working in the same thing as you. Hence, like this guy. Me, I mean, meeting Tyler. And then, but the way we made the feature was, I think we were just, uh, you know, doing the... Uh, we know how to use cameras, right? Yeah, well, I think we watched a movie and then we're like, well, it's only like an hour and a half of consecutive footage. How hard could it be? You know, it can't be that hard to shoot. It's like, what do we need? A camera in some locations and some actors to tell what to do? Yeah, we just write the script. It's 80 pages. We've written yeah. 10 pages. We just do that eight times in a row. So then we, hard. so then, uh, oh my God. so then six months later, we had, we, uh, we had roped in a bunch of friends. 
Who he said? Who, who he, he said? Hold him up front. Well, you said bunch that. of friends. <laughs> well, we told friendship them. Friendship thing is so loaded for both of you. We yeah. told them up front. Uh, we don't know what we're doing. We can't pay for anything. <laughs> but if you come down with us to Texas in the middle of the winter, when you're not going to be doing anything anyway, because you know Christmas and holiday time will be <laughs> over. Is that? Yeah. We're it's gonna January. have like two months of NYU vacation time because you know it's you're, you're paying for great vacation off. times. Yeah, we're like, why spend a four weeks again going back home raking leaves? Oh my god. Eating Rita's water ice. Eating Rita's water ice. Going to Taco <laughs> Cabana, Mama Margie's. You're right. Fidel's from San Antonio. I'm from Pennsylvania. Okay. Right. Okay. So then we so we uh, we we got all of our friends into uh, to come to Texas to shoot a micro budget movie, and then we just shot feature. for what was it? Twenty one days. Yeah, twenty one. Oh that my was, like, god. Was straight. <laughs> twenty one days straight. <laughs> straight. And, and then we literally we wrapped. I think we had two. Got lights. on the plane and then came home, and then it was like our second year of film school at that point. Second semester, and everyone was like, "How was your How was your winter break?" And we were just like, "We're dead inside, right. we're absolutely dead inside." Right. And I didn't even take yeah. sight and sound film, which, if you're not in the film program, <laughs> like is like the one. it's the yeah. first class that you take right. where you use a camera and you make your first like movies. And I was like, then I went back to sight and sound film after shooting the feature for that one. And I was just like, "All right." Let's do this. <laughs> let's 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 figure out how to, let's figure out how to make them again. Yeah. Let's oh my god. But somehow yeah. the movie had legs, and we got invited to like Poland, and we're like meeting with Stillman, and they were like giving us cash and yeah. Hand. People would be like, "We love your movie," and we're just like, "Okay." Um. So yeah, do what if you're studying something. If you're studying something, do it. Take initiative out of the classroom. Yeah. You don't have to be told by a syllabus what to do to uh you know turn on a camera well thank you for coming on the show (laughs) (laughs) i love tyler and fidel because they make me laugh harder than any other humans on the planet yeah yes as evidenced by that interview (laughs) thank you for listening to labcast big thank you to sarita santiago ana lopez tyler walker fidel ruiz healy our executive producer, Katie Shepard. Our associate producer, Anna Van Dyne. John Tentori in the production lab. And a thank you to Abby T for our intro music. 